Tremaine Edmonds is about to become a very, very, very big money player. And it really should and might happen in Pittsburgh. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates that I additionally hope you'll check out. Edmonds is 24 years old. Edmonds is playing the position that I don't have to tell you this team really, really needs. Meaning, of course, inside linebacker. Edmonds is the brother of the Steelers' own Terrell Edmonds and previously Trey Edmonds. And he's the best of them. And he's one of the best in the business at his specific role. I probably shouldn't need to go into any further detail to convince anyone why it would be beautiful to have him playing for the Steelers. And anyone who listens to this show or reads my writing on any kind of regular basis can attest that I don't do this sort of thing very often. I'm not really into hypotheticals. I don't like talking about this guy or that guy could be here or might be here or should be here or whatever. But this one, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is just way too obvious. This is way too much of a no-brainer. And oh, by the way, it's way too possible. Look at it this way. Start from the Buffalo perspective. The Bills just had another wonderful regular season bombed out in the playoffs. The Bills are right up against the cap. The Bills have a quarterback, Josh Allen, who just made $16 million, and his cap hit is set to go next year toward, sit down for this, $40 million. Now, you can do restructuring and whatever else here, but you can't get that clever and that crafty. It's going to be a massive hit, which is why on another episode earlier this week, I referenced the need for teams in the NFL to go hard, go for broke even, before the quarterback starts making that kind of massive money. Think of the Cowboys next year having to pay Dak Prescott $40 million. Really, really tough decisions, franchise-altering decisions. And, of course, it makes it tougher. We saw that with the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger. Ben earned the paychecks that he was getting, not a knock on Ben. And Ben did make, of course, some personal concessions in his final couple of years to make sure that the Steelers could go and sign this guy or that guy. But it's still an enormous, enormous chunk to be committing to a single player, even if it is the most important player on your roster. And the Bills are going to get hit with that reality. They know it. They know it. That's a big part of the reason why they, and for that matter, Tremaine Edmonds, took that loss to the Bengals so hard this past weekend in Orchard Park, New York. Here's some of what Tremaine had to say to Buffalo reporters afterward. Uh, I mean, my emotions, you know, too high right now to worry about myself, to be honest. Obviously, you know, it, it's I'm in that position, but, you know, right now, you know, I care so much about this team. I care so much about this organization that, you know, it's bigger than myself. It's bigger than, you know, me worrying about what's going to happen. You know, my main focus was on winning this football game and, you know, being here with my brothers. Now, just for clarification there, when he says his brothers, he's referring to the Bills. At least I think he is. Look, I've had the conversation with Terrell 
I know how much it meant to Terrell to have Trey around. Trey obviously wasn't in any kind of prominent role with the Steelers. Special teams guy, uh, third string, fourth string running back. But it meant something to him. And in the interim, Terrell became a pretty significant piece of this defense to the extent that even after the kind of dickering around that went on between the team and the player last summer, eventually Terrell having to come back and accept a one-year term, he became a real player here. Actually, I shouldn't say he became. He continued to blossom into a more complete player, one who very much completes Minka Fitzpatrick. And as such, I do believe you're going to see the Steelers make a move to keep Terrell. But as long as you're in the neighborhood, you know, the Steelers have cap space. They really do. And my belief is that they're about to have a whole lot more cap space. Even if you look at nothing other than their backup quarterback positions and contracts. If Mitch Trubisky gets cut, his cap hit goes from $10 million to $2 million for the following year. That's eight free million dollars. That right there alone at least gets you close to the conversation of signing almost any free agent you want. Mason Rudolph this past season made $3 million to, I don't know, do, do the third string guys even hold clipboards anymore? I know they don't dress, but I, we always say oh, yeah, he held the clipboard, but I didn't even see him holding the clipboard. So he got paid $3 million to be the scout team quarterback in practice. That's That's a pretty good gig if you can find it. The Steelers absolutely unequivocally will not be paying $3 million to their number three quarterback. I don't believe, speaking of brother combinations, that they're going to pay $3.5 million to Derek Watt if they keep him. There's money there. And if you're going to spend money, if you're Omar Khan, Mike Tomlin, the decision makers on this team, and you're going to spend money, That'll make a difference. You're going at inside linebacker hard, arguably hardest. I could see attempting to spend money on a big-time free agent corner that'll really solidify the secondary. I could see doing that on the defensive line, beyond even making a nice, healthy attempt to keep Larry Ogunjobi. But I don't know that I'm putting even a penny into the offense. If I'm adding to the offense, it's going to be through the draft. It's going to be an offensive lineman, uh, preferably a left tackle who comes in the draft. But when you're talking about where the money should go, where you need the immediate help, where you can't afford to be waiting around forever and ever and ever, that's inside linebacker. And you see your target. You know him as well as you can know another team's draft pick. You really do because you know his brothers and you know what they're made of. And you know what they're made of, by the way, physically, because Terrell Edmonds doesn't miss football games. Tremaine Edmonds doesn't miss football games. They're durable. If you think of these contracts as investments, which you kind of should, If you're a responsible general manager, these are sound investments. They're not going to let you down. They're not going to disappoint you. They're not going to leave you wishing you had applied the money somewhere else. 
This is a real thing, one that the Steelers can very much make that much realer. When we come back, J1Q. DK, do you think teams will ever stop overpaying franchise quarterbacks? This year's final four quarterbacks in the NFL playoffs and their salary cap hits are as follows. Number two, Patrick Mahomes at $36 million. Number 18 overall in the league, Joe Burrows at $10 million. Number 53, Jalen Hurts at $1.6 million. And number 80, our man Brock Purdy at $724K. You've said on previous podcasts that the Steelers are entering a period where they can spend on other positions with Kenny on an entry-level contract. I think it speaks volumes that his greatest Ben was. He only won his Super Bowls when he was on, basically, entry-level contracts. It's a real thing. It's a real thing, and it does make you wonder why teams will repeatedly fall into it. But let me throw this at you as well, if you have that guy. Now, let's just get specific here. If you're the Bengals. If you're the Bengals, how do you not, after decades of absolute nothingness, go to Joe Burrow and say, hey, man, you're our guy. You're a Cincinnati legend already. A local kid, by the way, from nearby. Not not like in Cincinnati, but a place in Ohio that's to the east of Cincinnati. How do you not go to him and say, Joe, you're, you know, you're a Bengal for life? You know, and have the big press conference and everything else. How do you how do you avoid doing that? Who avoids that? Who avoids that? And by the way, we can also cite for every one of these examples of somebody getting older and pricing the rest of their team out on payroll, you can cite a Tom Brady winning Super Bowls into his forties. I know he's Tom Brady, he's a freak and all that other stuff, but it's a really, really hard concept to come to grips with. Let's bring it up with Ben. You just did. Ben wins a couple of Super Bowls early in his career before he hits the really big money. Actually, before any of the quarterbacks hit the really, really massive money that we're seeing now. But eventually, that bill came due around here as well. And what was the universal reaction? I mean, I'm talking... I mean, I don't think anything in life is unanimous anymore, but this certainly felt like it was. There was a person in town who was opposed to Ben getting a long-term contract and being paid what other NFL starting slash franchise quarterbacks get. Really, there wasn't. And if anything, had the Steelers, you know, let him walk or let him go somewhere else and, ooh, look at him in that uniform or look at him winning or look at him playing for the Browns or the Bengals and coming back to Pittsburgh and beating our Steelers, all of this would have been extraordinarily distasteful. So for me to answer your question, I think we'd first have to see an example. I think we'd first have to see one team maybe run by one of those uh, Harvard level stats heads that you see in baseball and you're increasingly starting to see in football. Just say, listen, this doesn't make any sense. This is a poor application of resources. We're better off just letting 
our veteran superstar mega quarterback go somewhere else like Dallas and hitting the draft really hard. We'll just start over again and we'll get five years of entry-level play from another quarterback. Then what'll happen? Will the prices come down or will there always be a Jerry Jones or someone else to make sure that they stay really high? Really good question that obviously has no really good answer. I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. And by the way, to all of you who follow this show on YouTube, and there are a lot of you who went to the subscribe button and smashed it hard thank you so much we're like really really close to the twenty thousand mark and i was expecting it would take us another month or so to get there what an outstanding show hey you can be the one who hits the twenty thousand mark yourself today go give it a shot You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.